When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everyone, to Me Time. This is our second episode, and I am so excited about my guests. I am so excited for you all to hear this episode, but I also want to say one thing first, and that is thank you. Thank you to everybody who listened, subscribed, shared, posted all of your messages of support and love. It, it meant so much to me. It's always, you know, scary. It's very vulnerable to put a new project out and thank you all for making it such a fun and wonderful experience. So my guest today is Timothy Amundsen, who was my partner, detective partner on Psych for eight years. He also was on Gallivant. He's it was on This Is Us the last season. He is such a wonderful human being. I'm sure most of you who are listening know how close we are. We co-host The Psychologists Are In together. That's our Psych Rewatch podcast as well. But this was really fun to just talk to him about his me time. So I hope you all enjoy and thank you again for all of the the love. Hi, Tim. Hey, Maggie. Hi, Tim. Hi, Maggie. (laughs) Tim, I am so honored and excited to have you as the second guest on the podcast for so many reasons. We just went and had Starbucks. This was the first time in what years that we have gone? At least six years, if not seven. I think we went one time post that thing that happened that was in all the papers. Oh, you would be referring to the stroke that I had six years ago. The stroke that you had? Yes. Yes. I think we have gone maybe one time, but... We have not a stroke. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We've been like sixteen times over the last couple of years, Tim. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, now you're just messing with me. Yes, I am. But this was our thing always, right? Was going to have. Uh, we'd always get our Starbucks when we were in Vancouver together, and and it became our thing, even post psych, where we would have our Maggie and Tim time. Which we're having today. It was, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't just around the site. I mean, certainly we did, started on during psych and our time together in Vancouver. But once we got back to LA, we kept it going. The It was just so convenient. Back when I was driving, we, we could say, hey, let's let's meet you at such and such a story books. Yeah, we loved, we loved our Starbucks. I'm also, I'm so excited to have you because 
over the years, I feel like, so one of the things I talk about in, you know, or, the, or I would say one of the purposes of this podcast or uh, one of the reasons I even want to do it or have wanted to do it is because me time, you know, I'm a big like alone time person. Like I will travel alone. I go to eat alone. I will go to restaurants alone. Like, I mean, I'll go to bars alone. I, I'm uh, a little weird that way. I just, you know, if I'm not I see weird is the wrong word. Weird is much too negative a word. I think I would think um, intuitive is the right word and strong actually. I think it actually takes a lot of bravery for people to like go and sit in a restaurant or a bar and be by yourself. And It's my I, – I love it. I feel like it's a really special time and I feel like it's definitely not weird. You're right. Weird's not the right word. It's just a kind of unusual. And I think that I do this with travel too where like I don't necessarily if I'm, you know, depending on my relationship status, depending on who can go or meet me somewhere, I, I will not – I don't really wait or I, I'll go anyway even if there isn't someone to go with. And over the years, I feel like that we've known each other. Maggie time became something that – you would you started saying at some point. So there was there I don't know if it was during psych or what, but you started saying, is this like a trip with someone or is this for Maggie time? Or are you having Maggie time or do you want company or whatever? Because that was just something I did. So in a lot of ways, Tim, if we're gonna talk about our podcast, um, it was like a Oh, that's a, right. We have a podcast. Yes, we have a podcast. I love that podcast. <laughs> it's the best podcast. It's next to this one. I mean, I would say it is the best podcast. I would say this is like its little offspring, its little sister, <laughs> its little cousin. But that uh, you were the first person to kind of really one of the first people to really know this about me and also like, you know, really support it. Like you can intuitively read me no matter where we are in the world. And you will say like, hey, I know something's up because I can feel it. And what are you doing? Are you okay? Are you going to take a little Maggie time to like help yourself anyway? So it's really special for me that you're here for so many reasons because I love you so much and I, you know, you're my Tim. But at the same time, uh, it's actually very special because I feel like this is where it was during the time we were on psych and, and through our friendship that I, I really got to know this part of me and that you totally supported it. So what you're saying, I think if I – correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying – Maggie's me time comes from me. <laughs> Maggie's me time actually comes from Tim. It's because of Tim. I think that is exactly what I'm saying. Well, then I think this would be called full circle moments. This is full circle moment. I was so thrilled when you asked me to come be on. I was because you knew I was going to be angry and enraged had you not asked me. And the fact that I'm following our dear friend Joel McHale yeah. is um, – so I opened for Joel, which makes you feel nice. <laughs> Joel, who loves you so much, and I know you love him so much. We love him so much, and we talked about you on our podcast. Because well, I know because I listened. You're also – thank you for listening. You're also one of the reasons we are as close – like Joel and I are as close as we are. Like you're – you brought us together in a lot of ways. Again, it's all about, it's all about me. You. Well, this podcast is called Me Time. And so, yes, this is all about me. It's funny. So we just had coffee and we're talking a little bit about, you know, I was like, I'm excited to hear from you about what me time looks like for you now. Um, we can also talk about what you just what me time in general means, but what it meant for you pre-stroke, what it means for you after your life now and all your things that bring you peace. Well, before we get to me, 
I still want to take it back to you. Oh, okay. So the fact that you, your ability to take me time and take your, your Maggie time has always been something I really admired about you. Because I, th- I do, I think it's, I, I was jealous you got to go the place you did a lot of times. But um, no, it, it is, it's, it takes a certain bit of chutzpah to um, say, I'm going to take this time for myself and I'm going to go do something. Yeah. Whether it's going to drive by myself or whatever, or wherever you do, mm-hmm. all the many things you would do by yourself mm-hmm. that I just, I admire that. I, th- I think it's brave. And I, I was always really proud of you for doing that and knowing when you need to recharge. Thank you. I appreciate that. I still feel like I'm figuring that out, but I still feel like I'm I'm trying to figure so much out. <laughs> I feel like I know less at 42 than I've ever known about it, like anything ever. Um, Sister, so. aren't we all? I mean, I'm still. I mean, I am 11 years old, so I'm I'm still trying to. There's so much I'm trying to figure out now. Yeah, I do feel like though when we do have me time, when we do have like alone time, when we do have these moments that like. We take for ourselves. We do crack it open a little bit. Like you do get clarity. I think a lot of times we we move in the routine or like the hamster wheel a little bit. Great hamster wheels, by the way, not knocking anything about anyone's routine or schedule. But just like when you do stop, uh, there's like room. There's like space. And I feel like a lot of clarity can come from that. And you can get to know yourself better in those in those moments. I think with also without um, making – I know for me anyway, it's not about making it a big statement of like I'm going to go do this thing that's going to be life-altering and mm. I'm going to go on this vision quest that's going to – I'm going to come out differently. Even the small minor things are really helpful to me. Let's talk about your small minor things that are really So you just brought it back to me? To yes, you did and I'm so excited because I kind of – I want to hear about it. I mean I know you. I know so much about you but I also am um, – I'm wondering what this looks – what it looks like for you now. And I also love hearing your your stories from before as well. But I also am – how does Tim take care of – how does Tim take care of Tim? Well, doctor. <laughs> uh, probably not well enough. So, yeah, it's my me time if you want to call that. It's very different. I mean we'll call it that since that's the name of the podcast. My personal me time is very different now than what it was six years ago prior to that thing that happened with my brain. That almost killed me and left me um, disabled and unable to walk as well as I'd like to or run. Or But um, prior to when I had function of all my limbs, I got to spend so much time in Vancouver alone. So I was either walking, hiking with you or having coffee with you or always me and my dog. The me time was – with Vancouver specifically, was I would go fly fishing. Yeah. If I didn't have time to, to go home to my wife and girls, then I would – I'd, yeah, it was literally – if I'm not off the set in time to get a flight, then I would really take time to go explore the northwest and the Pacific North. You just – you know what I'm saying. I'd go, I would go find a river and fish. So just so you know, everyone, we had to take a pause because uh, one of the cameras fell because Tim is just so handsome and it broke the camera. I'm actually a liability to hire me. It is. It's a, it costs yeah. a lot of extra money for, to get insurance for, the, for, the, for all the equipment. Be careful. Be careful when Tim comes into your studio and you put a camera on him. Because all this is going to bust that up. <laughs> so we were talking about Vancouver and and fly fishing and hanging with your dogs, which we're going to get to your dogs in a minute. Yes. So, yeah, my Vancouver time was really um, walking a lot. And I just – the most important thing of me and, and uh, my ultimate me time is, is the key component is nature, mm. whether it's in a river or um, just hiking and – 
there was this, my one of my favorite things to do, and a lot of it was with um my baby Lucy, who um is no longer with us. You know, you know Lucy. Maggie knows Lucy, who was our um my dog of seventeen years that I was intensely close with and was my travel partner to Vancouver year. So we would we my road trips would be Lucy and I on the way to Vancouver. Oh my God, remember I just remembered the okay, we can get to that. The Franck Remember when Frank yeah. and Lucy would run around in Grants, in Grants Pass. Pass? Yes. Oh my God. What was that hotel? Like the red? Oh no, no. No, it's the um. Not the Kimpton. It's uh, the Holiday Inn Express. It was, and they allowed dogs, and they were so wonderful. And Frank was very picky about other dogs, like that he liked. And oh my God, was he in love with Lucy? They would run that parking lot. It's one of my favorite memories of the whole show. It was exit 55. I knew that one very, very well. Yeah. And remember when we would ride, uh, we would like uh, tail the whole way home. We would follow each other. We caravaned up and caravan. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry. I didn't, that was just such a beautiful, I, I love that memory so much, but so go on. You had Lucy. So I had Lucy in in Vancouver and we would spend a lot of days at the, at the dog beach and in Keats Point, which is actually where, uh, my other babies, Betty and Sally are, their ashes are. And eventually, when I'm an extra pup, I'm taking some of Lucy's ashes and putting them in that dog beach. <laughs> I haven't that's told so sweet. I'm going to cry. Yeah, but I'm probably going to go on that dog beach as well at some point. Yeah, that dog beach is really special. Oh, Lucy. So we just spend, so I would spend hours at her with her at that beach, just yeah. watching her, throwing balls her in the ocean, watching her swimming, or taking her fishing with me. That was so special. I remember she was your little, she was your companion everywhere. As we, I think two things you just said, which is one of the reasons I think we are also as close as we are too, is we are both like lovers of nature in a way that is like nothing can bring us, nothing restores us quite like finding nature, especially with our dogs um, or or even alone. Like I, I, I loved that. I never went fly fishing with you, but it was always one of those things that I would be like, uh, you know, t- Tim Tim should probably go fly fishing this weekend. So because he's, <laughs> he's wound up or something's going on, like it was such a medicine for you. And I, uh, I, I love that we should still share that. Like, you know, when I say like, hey, I'm hopping in the car, I'm not entirely sure where I'm going to land, but it will be in the mountains or the rocks or somewhere or whatever. You're like, mm, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just need like, how often can I text you? Because you know I miss you. When- oh, remember the last one I did when you were, we kept trying to share a location and I was like in the middle of these rocks in like Arizona or something. And I was like, I, Tim, Tim, Tim. No, you were going on this big, um, this big, uh, yeah, Southwest road trip. I'm like, yeah. um, I am worried about you yeah. being out on the road. So you had your satellite phone. I literally got a satellite sure phone for you and, and Rebecca, my, like I put both of your numbers in there. I was like, all right, it just calls anyway. Anyway, if you're hiking alone or alone, this, I highly recommend getting a little, like it was a little Garmin satellite phone. They're like the best. I it's still funny because it. Allison, my darling wife, you know, thinks it's weird that I have all my friends on find my friends. Because like, I've got, I got track. It's like I'm not tracking. It's I'm finding my friends. Yeah, you want to find so your like, friends. Uh, like, uh, yeah, Karen David's on us just because she travels so much for work. I'm always like, yeah. it just saves me a text going, "Are you in town? Where are you? Are you in Georgia? Are we working? What are you?" And then my buddies back home, like, so I can just say to them, I can just look yeah. and uh, reach out to them and say, "Oh, I see your your um, not not in a creepy way." But the cat and John were just. I see you at home. It, go ahead. Cat, cat and John, John were just. In, we're at we're at Cannes in in France at the film oh, festival. Oh, cool. So, just where we had dinner, I'm like, hey, before you go, I, send me your location just so I can 
vicariously go to France with you. And they did. Oh, my God. I love that. That's see, I love that about Find My Friends. I love it for safety. I hate it every other – like, I have a very hard time with it. I don't have anyone on Find My Friends. Only if it's, like, for, like, an emergency purpose or whatever. Yeah, it's – I still – you've never been able to – if you got to work it for me. I, I don't. I, I No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good at it. But I also I, I never figured it out when we were on the trip. I was like, OK, my location services are not on. OK, now they are on. I couldn't figure it out. But anyway, that's just my like tech dummy side. Um, but I anyway, going back to our love of nature, which is something we 100 percent bonded over in when we first met and then also something I think we still share in a way that like I get it when even when you talk about like when you all go to the ranch in, uh, in Tucson Arizona. the White yeah, Stallion Tucson. Ranch Tucson yeah. the finest dude ranch in all of Tucson Arizona ladies and gentlemen for my yeah. friends listening so Lucy nature and Vancouver to and we can, I want we can talk more about that too I'm also like I'm curious now what what that looks like for you like where do you do you do you find that peace now like it can you find that peace now like what and what do you do to like to do it this is by the way on you're unbelievable i mean i got that text from you so i get updates from tim it's very it's so fun it's like the best he will he will Listen to either our podcast or something, but usually he'll give me like the update on like the psychologists are in. I don't listen to them because I can get a little like, uh, I'll listen to some, but, but are like bits and pieces. But Tim will listen and, and he will walk while he listens and I will then get the step and mileage update. And there, it's always impressive. But the last one you sent me, I almost, fell over. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Just 2.55 miles. Just 2.55. I don't, I, <laughs> where the year before I, I made just, I mean, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even two, it was just under two miles. So yeah. this show was like, I'm going, I'm surpassing two miles and then yeah. just kept going. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm not walking in the woods anymore. I'm walking on my back patio, just doing laps for four hours. Yeah. But Tim, it's just like, you're incredible. Okay. Now, I think I think what I'm saying what I'm curious about now is like where if and how you have found or can find the piece that say going with Lucy and uh fly fishing or to the to the dude ranch um could bring you. Do you find that and how do you find it now? I haven't found it yet. Mm. The closest thing I get to nature now is um and every now and then we'll take a trip up to Yosemite with Alison will take me up the Yosemite, which yeah. it's been a year since we did. We went pandemic for my 52nd birthday, I believe it was. And I, I just, I go to Yosemite every time for, yeah. I mean, I just, I will never get turned. I've said this before on our last podcast. Yeah. The psychologists are in. The psychologists are in. A psych rewatch podcast. <laughs> you it this I was hoping you were going to be like, well, my favorite time now is when we do our podcast. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's that time for me in a well, lot that, of ways. No, it's that, so is, good. that is actually. I'm not. I'm not just riding your coattails. That is part of it. Uh, no, I'm. I wasn't teeing you up for that. But in no, a way, but, yes, but I it, was. It, really, it is yes, too. Because that is getting to relive that that time on that show. Right. I mean, we've talked this many times. The greatest time of our lives. The greatest time of our lives. To have that time and relive relive those moments with our psych family and, yeah. and with you is just. It's the greatest day of the week for me. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. We were having so much fun. We just went to Detroit and had 
a ridiculous, uh, a ridiculous time doing a live podcast on stage, which we are going to hopefully take on the road for, for real. Jam-packed, sold-out house of 400 amazing psychos. Amazing psychos who we love so much. I love, by the way, I love doing that with you. We have so much fun, and I, I am – you on stage, Tim, is like – you are so good at that, and you light up, and you are – you're really – you're really something on on stage. I mean, you're always you always blow my mind. But the watching you light up on stage is one of it's one of my new favorite things. Oh, thank it, you. I mean, it is it it is really rejuvenative for me. Yeah. Which we discovered in um at the um Sketchfest in San Francisco for our first live show. Yeah. It's really well, that's big. what it really was like. Oh, this is cuz also to like be in front of that loving crowd and making people laugh and it's like, "Oh, this I've missed this so much." Yeah. Cuz stage was always kind of what I thought I was going to end up doing. Yeah. So, all right. So now you're so in a, in a lot of ways you're still sort of finding whatever that is for you now. Yeah, I'm definitely still finding my me time. Yeah. The, the equivalent now is is um really sitting on my porch and watching birds and just watching Mabel play in the front yard. My new baby Mabel. So let's talk about Mabel. Let's because, talk about the magnificent Mabel. Uh, uh, the magnificent Mabel, I, who I just met. Okay. So I look. I think. I know for me, I'm like on a little bit, I've been a little, on a little bit of a mission as well to try to figure out what me time looks like now without Peanut because Peanut was always my like, as as you know, like we have, they're like our our partners in our adventures. Yeah, and you was, Peanut was your heart. I know that. Like, like nothing could bring me back to myself like Peanut. And so I've been trying to sort of figure out what, what, it feels like, and I know I will have a new, a new pup in my life very soon. But um, what it kind of feels like to try to find that without her, and it's not easy, because she was so my like you know I'm gonna cry, but like bring me back to myself. And I know you know we lost Lucy and Peanut not that far apart um, yeah. in time, and you now have Mabel, and I really want to talk about it because I really want pets to also be a big part of this podcast in that. I feel like for a lot of people, that is that is our uh, our peace and our comfort and our um, like restorative time is often with our with our pets. You have an angel. I just met Mabel for the first time. She is she's hilarious. She is uh, she was such a little like she's a little like a little angel. Like, she's she's, a, she's a total sweetheart. She little little bit of a um, and I got a shout out to Allison because I was really. And Nora as well was really pushing her for dogs. Like I, it was time for like it was time for a dog in our life. Yeah, realized I cannot live without a dog now. Yeah, so, I'm learning um, I can't either. So we found that we found this this little puppy who was such a con dog because we met when we met her she came from a hoarding situation. Yeah, and she's just like the sweetest little like demure little baby doll. As we're meeting her, and she's like, "Just take me." So immediately Nora and I are like. We love her. Mm-hmm. Talk Allison to get her. Then cut to Allison's the one who's got to get up at, with the baby at now six o'clock in the morning to go pee her because she forgot it. Yeah, it was like a baby because I'm not able to help like I used to. I had a stroke. What? Yeah, totally. I wouldn't know. Thank you very much. <laughs> so she's as for as sweet as she is. Then come to the um, the seven p.m. Zoomies. Just we're all sitting on the. Alice and I are sitting on the couch watching TV and she she decides, I want to play now. And if, if you don't play with me, I'm going to gnaw on your arm. 
<laughs> I'm going to gnaw on your I did notice she was gnawing on my uh my watch a little bit. It's the cu- it's very cute. She's like she's like, "Here, here play with me. Pay attention to me." She doesn't bite. It's just like a little like Yeah, it's just a little it's a little gnawing and, yeah. and, or like the crazy barking. Yeah. So then Austin will have to go take her in the backyard and throw a ball and she'll she'll just zoom she'll just do do crazy jumps and laps in the backyard. Yeah, she's funny. You said she's part she's part cow dog, right? Part okay. yeah, we haven't done the DNA test one day, okay. but yeah, she's cattle dog is what they say, whatever yeah. that means. Cattle dog I love cattle dog personalities. They're such weirdos. But then for me and horses, like of course that's that makes sense out of a cattle dog. hundred percent. Yeah. Right? Did she go oh, you didn't have her yet. I was gonna say, is she gonna go to the dude ranch if you guys go back? I bet she's gonna love it. Um not sure if we're taking to the ranch. Yeah, yeah. But she's so sweet. So has she brought – has that kind of brought like a – how does it feel to have another pup, honestly? It's 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 life-changing to me. It's so gratifying because now I, I'm i in physical shape where I can walk outside and I can bend over and pick up a ball. And and I just I really wish – because one of the things that really killed me about being sick before Lucy passed was I couldn't walk anymore. And right. she and I were so close. We would walk every day and like I said, hiking every day. Yeah. But because I walk with a stick, I couldn't walk with a stick and hold the uh, the leash. And yeah. So that really um, broke my heart a lot. And and we would just the hours we we play fetch with that that girl was days worth of fetching, playing fetch with her. Yeah. So the fact that I couldn't really, I mean, I would th- could throw a ball a little bit in the backyard, but but now I'm actually well enough where I can go in the backyard and maybe will come out with me and I can bend over and pick up. I can walk around the backyard and pick up her toys and balls and, like, and even dig them out of the, out of the shrubs and. And she's really good. So, and she's great at fetch. Like she'll bring them back. Where Lucy kind of stopped like bringing them back towards the end. Mm. So Mabel actually will bring the ball back. So being able to like go in the backyard and hang out with her and, and throw the ball and, and play with my dog again is um, oh, pretty incredible. I'm so happy for you. She's so – it's like also, you know, you're like meeting dog for the first time. And I knew Lucy. I knew your relationship with Lucy. You and Peanut also had a very special relationship. So I feel a little like, like you know, I'm like, let's uh, – what's, what's this Mabel all about? And, and I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, it's so your dog. She is so your little angel dog. Like she it's really funny because like physically she's like a blonde. She looks so much like – she's almost like a blonde clone of, of Lucy, which she does look like, weird. But. She does look like blonde Lucy. She does. No, because I, I mean like all the things I, I run past you first. So I sending, <laughs> sending you pictures of this dog going, Yes. is this weird she looks like Lucy? You're like, no, do it. I was like, this is your dog. What are you talking about? This is – the second you were open, like when that – like when the door opens, when it's like I – you're open to another dog. Allison was open to a dog and you were going to see a dog. You know, your dog – I have this thing and I know, I, you know, but I feel like like do- they find us. It's like a soul – like it finds you. Yeah. And when you sent that picture and I think it was Mabel on the couch with Nora – and I and and Allison, like it was you taking the picture. I think I was like, "What? Why is this even a question? This is your this is your baby." And then I walked into your house, and I was like, "Oh, it's like she's always been here. It's really and cool." So, like as we're watching TV at night, she'll often come out of my side of the couch, which is very sweet. And yeah. Allison's always like, "Oh, she goes right. She loves. She goes right to him. Like it's because I've got dog treats in my right pocket." So, whatever, whatever. I'm Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, like it's the best. Um, oh, I love me. I'm so happy that you have this little angel in your life, and I'm so happy that 
you. I know you're going to be walking with Mabel. I'm so excited for you now that I've met her too and I can like connect everything, like seeing you all together and seeing her in your house. It's like this is this is a really fun little – if we're going to bring it back to me time. Hey, that's um, a great idea. Hey, it's a great name, idea. That's the name of your show. It's the name of the podcast. Um, it's a new uh, uh, life. Like it's a new energy and life force and like, uh, you know, I – I could be having the worst day ever and Peanut, like just getting a little time with Peanut, my tank was refilled. I was good to go. And I feel like Mabel is is that for you. I mean the hours I would spend at dog parks with Lucy is um was just mm-hmm. – that was my me time. Was, it was me and Lucy at the dog park or like I said before, the dog beach or on a hike. Yeah. The greatest hike ever, which I don't think I ever took on, was behind – The studio? Behind the studios mm-hmm. of, of that Lynn Canyon res- Reservoir. Yeah. Like, you went and, all the time. I remember. I would just, I would, it was, I loved it so much. I'd look at the call sheet and I could figure out if I was getting out early enough, I would bring my hiking gear. So I, I would know that, like, I'd call Danny Miller, our dear friend and beloved AD, and say, Hey, do, what time do you think I'm going to get out? Do we we'll have time to, to, to get into our hike before we, we, we have off for the day? And so just taking Lucy up the, up on that canyon, like running through, and me sort of like trail running, and which I wasn't a big jogger, but like running with her and her, like, right speeding yards in front of me and then mm. yelling for her to come back and her just like waiting for me and actually listening to me and coming back was just yeah I loved it so much your little soulmates I remember I mean I, I Lucy was like we had so many trips uh, up to Canada and back from Canada and checking in with these dogs they were just our like I had two in the back of the car at one point I had Frank and Tristan in the back of a uh, of of an SUV. Do you remember when Todd drove up with me? I do, yeah. Todd Harthan, who was one of our writers, who was James's like best friend and James couldn't go. So Todd stepped in and we had the road trip from hell. Oh my God, it was so fun. And like so many things went, went uh, not great. Flat tires and ice storms. You were a little ahead. You beat the storm, I believe, that year. Yeah, I remember. Because I was, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Anyway, man, all of our little road trips together too. Tim, you know, I did send you some questions beforehand, but you don't have to answer them if you don't want to. But I would be curious now what your – what are your – what are like three things you can't live without? Three to five. You can name as many as you want. But what are like three things you can't live without other than me? Duh. <laughs> well, I mean obviously the – um. The smart answer is my girls, Allison, Lily, and Nora. Yes, that is that. Yes, of course. I, I, I knew. I know. And that. honey, I'm not just saying that because I know you're going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Allison. We love you. Um, but but in terms of yes, I know your girls and your and Allison are um, a, a most important. But you know, that's a given. Yeah, that is a, a yeah. given. If I'm, I'm at all a smart man. <laughs> well, I was smart enough for marrying her, so I'm a smart man. Yeah. Thirdly, where are we on? Fourth? Fourth wise? Yeah, fourth wise. Quad. Quad wise. Quad. I sadly say my phone. Oh, right. But but there's a reason behind it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because my phone has been my connection to my wor- my world and my friends. Yeah. So one of the things I've I've found because I'm not out hiking like used to, I can't I don't drive anymore because of, of the thing. So I can't just go let's drive to Starbucks and meet friends. Other than when dear friends like Maggie come and pick me up and take me to Starbucks. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time texting my friends, which is again my restorative for me. Uh, so that's I kind of me times checking with my friends and yeah. Like if I think about it, I'm pretty I like to think I'm pretty good about maintaining friendships and reaching out. You're like one of the best. You are a you're a, you you still are one of you know there are people who bring people together. There's like like the ones who always host the parties. There are the people who go to the parties and the other people always you host the parties, everybody comes. You still you bring people together. I would say even on our psych thread, even last year I remember like you were pushing, we were going to have this dinner. We didn't know if we were going to have this dinner then we you were going to ho- you hosted this dinner. Allison like got food for this dinner. Like Yeah, you no, we we, bring- we got a, the caveat is Allison's really the host of Hosted and she's the one doing right. the work. Yes, but you, you all, I'll, and I'll put Allison in that category too. You've always been that, and you maintain like that is still you're still the house, like you're still the the bringer together of people. I, I love that. Like you know yeah. when when, um, when you're growing up, there's always the one house you, the kids want to go play at. Yeah, I always wanted to be that house. You are that house, even the with the, the kids are growing up or, or not. <laughs> yeah. The grown-up kids. Yeah, I want them all to come. It's also easier now because for people to come to me, so it's selfish in that regards. I love that your me time is checking in with your friends. I love that having your phone. I mean, I I love that I'm one of them, but that makes a lot of sense. It's a very – it's good because you can't always get out so easily and connect. Which is also part of the Find My Friends app that I use, not tracking in a creepy way. Helicopter friend. Tim Amundsen (laughs) is a helicopter friend. (laughs) But not creepy. Not creepy. But so my yes. dear friend Ron's got a house on Orcas Island up in the, in the San Juans outside of Seattle, which I love. Yeah. So I can be like, "Where's Ron today?" And I can like, "Oh, he, he's up. He's up in Olga. He's up. He's up in the San Juans." Yeah. So I can then text and say, "Are you fishing today?" And he'll send me pictures. You love me. You make me love find my friends. This this makes sense. This makes like I love the comfort that it brings you to be like, oh, I'm. It's yeah, almost it, like it, you're it really is. It's just so I know where my. I, it makes me feel connected to my people. I love that. I love that. I get this. Okay. So before you drop me off today, <laughs> since you drove me today, we will connect. We will. I'm uh, going to show you how to find my friend. Find my friend. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Good. Because you're out of anybody. Because you're always on the road. I mean, you you take your trip so often. I move around a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. A, I worry. You do worry. Well, I mean, a lot of times it's like you're – I mean, not that you're not entirely capable of taking yourself, but you're a young woman traveling on your own. It's always a little – I get it. can be a little sketchy in this world. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So your phone. And I love the reason that you said your phone because it wasn't like Twitter and Instagram and, you know, it's all that. It, it's Although more – Although I do definitely spend too much time on the social medias. We all do. Yeah. But yeah, really, yeah. It, it really is. It, it's a tool for connecting me to my friends. And certainly when I got sick, it was, it was, I mean, you, you told me so recently of, well, no, you told the story with the Joel. Joel. Well, they all heard it because they all listened to last week's episode with yes, Joel. Yes, you better. The fact that I am, I'm so honored to be the second guest on your show. Tim. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Maggie. <laughs> but you didn't remember that story, right? I didn't remember. I, 
I just had a stroke, Meg. I had a massive brain no, injury. No, I know. I almost love that you. What? I almost love that you. That that I, I not I not that I love that you can't remember, but I I love that we could share that story with you because it was so. I mean, my God, I hadn't seen you. I had that little break uh, to come back to L.A. And it just happened to be when you were flying, being flown here. And so I got to see you in Century City. And I remember because we got I got up there and I, I you had your phone. I mean, this is a repeat of the story, but you had like. I didn't even know a phone could hold that many messages from people. Obviously, everyone worried, everyone checking in on you, all of those things. And you handed me the phone and I was in my head. I was like, how am I ever going to go through all of these? And you were like, <laughs> you were like, oh, just go to Joel. Just go to Joel McHale. And you just wanted to see his 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 videos, which was – Well, I'd also – because the stroke also affected my vision, I didn't have my glasses. I'd, yeah. So I couldn't read a lot of the text. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. Maggie, read me text. There were a couple other you had me read. I remember. Um, I felt very honored that I got to read got to read your text that day, and then it was right after that. I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, that I don't know if I should tell this story on the podcast, <laughs> but that you wanted more than anything to see Lucy, and oh, I remember this was the greatest gift you've ever given me. Oh, my God. I mean, this was so nothing. But I was like, I remember being like, if there was anything I could do for you at that moment, I would do it. And I remember Allison saying and you saying how much you missed Lucy. And I remember at that point you were guys, I don't think the girls had come yet. Like you were planning that out in a certain way. But you really just for them and for everything, you were taking your time with that. But I remember uh, I was like, uh, Lucy needs to get in how do we get Lucy in the hospital? And I remember like talking to somebody outside your door, like one of the nurses there or something who said, you know, well, service dogs only are allowed. And I was like, she is a service dog. (laughs) (laughs) She is a service dog. What do you mean? Why is she not allowed? And anyway, and so I was like, Allison, I am going to send you something that will be here in one to two days and you are going to put it on Lucy and you are going to walk her into the hospital and you're going to let Timsy Lucy. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, no, just, just trust me. Trust me. Okay. Now you're making me cry. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I, I, me too. I can cry thinking about it because A, that was, I got, I understood like you needed her. You needed her. I was so much trouble. And then, yeah, I'm sitting in that, in that one hotel, that hotel. I wish in a <laughs> hospital bed. Yeah, just looking at Nakatomi Tower because I was staring. At, I was out in Century City, okay. so I was staring at the Die Hard Tower for hours, just like with nothing to do, just going mad. Except for friends coming to visit me, right? Which I sometimes remembered, sometimes didn't. Yeah, but so the cut to my favorite picture. I think it was actually my um my pin tweet. This shot of Lucy on my chest, just like all like we are like. We're like long lost melt into Like you're yeah, melted yeah, into each other. Just like, you could not get closer. And she's like licking my face. We are we like – I'm just – we are wrapped up in each other. Yeah. It's like the clipped cast picture. <laughs> but it's you and Lizzie. I, uh, I, I – that was I want to say like the next day. I think I had already left and had to go back to Vancouver by then. But I remember Allison saying that that had – that that had happened. It did. And, it did me a world good. Oh, I'm so, that makes me so happy. Um, but All thanks to you. That's what those. That's what they do for us, though. These 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 animals, these creatures. Um, all right. So back to your favorite things. We did one. Do you have any others that you're like? Oh, I can't live without this thing. 
Um, we already covered you, right? Me? Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm a given. No. That's uh, a duh. No, I, um, I would have to say, um, and it sounds, uh, I put my Apple TV. Okay. <laughs> because really, Alice and I spend so much time now. Yeah, watching TV. Watching TV. And there's so much, not always my shows, like shows that other actors are in too. <laughs> Stop it. You're lying. You just watch your shows. <laughs> just watching Psych, honestly. <laughs> and Gallivant and and Supernatural and This Is Us. But I'm just saying, so what do you, what do you all want? What is your, what's your go-to right now? What's your favorite um, show right now? Tonight we are catching up on Ted Lasso. Just oh. the joyful, happy, like we try to, because life is tough. Certainly life is difficult mm-hmm. recovering from that thing I had and Allison having to be my caregiver. And so it gets a little tough. Right. So we, we try to go for happy stuff. I love that. Oh, Ted Lasso's so good. It's so uplifting. So good and joyful. Yeah. I almost, like, I think the finale is coming up, which I really don't want, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch the finale because yeah. I don't want that one to be done. Now. That's how I felt about Succession. Which we watched last night. I'm, I, I, I watched it twice just because I was like, wait, it can't be done. It's not over. Is it over? It's really uh, yeah. over. In fact, uh, Jesse Armstrong announced at, before the start of the episode that it was, it was done. All right. Um, we also need to talk about um, uh, uh, whiskey, right? Um, I'll always talk about whiskey. You know wait, that. Wait, did we finish your favorite things? We did. Do you have any other favorite things you want to add? So we have Apple TV, which makes total sense as well. Like that's like what yeah, it's like what you you're in Allison's thing now. And then yeah. much to um, probably Allison and Nora's chagrin is my love of, of, of news on t- on watching news because I am a bit of a um, a news you, junkie. You're a news buff. That's right. You are. I get a lot of my news from you. You will uh, – really? some There will be like a topic and I'll be like, I don't really know about that. And next thing I know, Tim's like sent me something on it. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. So just staying – again, staying connected to the world when I can't be out in it as much as I want to be. So this is what I would say the theme of Tim's me time is connection. It's interesting because I like – I would – it's funny because when it used to be nature and Lucy and sort of uh, uh, less about people and connection to the world, and now it is more about connection to the to the world for you and people and all of that makes total sense. Right, I I, th- I, I think you are correct. Yeah, We've learned, see, I've learned a lesson about me too. On me time, we learned something about you. That's part. That's what me time is all about. That's the whole point of this podcast. I think. I actually don't know. We'll see where this podcast goes. I know from all the times <laughs> you've explained it to me. That's exactly what it is. It's. I think it's helping people learn things about themselves. Yeah, I hope so. And also and giving helping, themselves permission to take the time to learn things about themselves. And also not judging what that looks like for people, um, because I feel like it's different. Like I think you know we want to say like. I know exactly how to do it perfectly and I know how to take care of myself. And it's like, no, we're all just. Yeah, look at my curated Instagram life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My curated, my perfect, my perfect little Instagram life. And uh, what's, what the truth is, is that it's actually, you know, kind of uh, messy. It's not perfect. And we, we, we are, who, who knows if anybody's We doing never it see right. the ruined, burnt rolls of, loaves of sourdough out there. We just get to see the perfect, Loads of sourdough people people have been baking over the pandemic. It's so true. Everybody was posting their beautiful bread, and I re- I, I remember being like, I can't post mine because it never looks like that. I'm like, where is the person who's Your like burnt pumpkin pie last Thanksgiving that you posted? That you oh my god, my burnt pumpkin pie! And everybody was posting their like beautiful, you know, perfect pies and and turkey dinners. I mean, I was. 
you know, I was a couple margaritas in when I made that pumpkin pie, but you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I did post it. And I'm kind of with you on like, I'm, I'm one of my, uh, well, anyway, I'm going to make some, some gluten-free bread this week. And, and I've already decided I have to like give myself like a little bit of heads up of like, okay, Maggie, don't judge this if it turns out horribly or whatever. And I actually think I'm going to document the process because there's no way I'm going to get it like a hundred percent right. And I think that's a like part, part of what I'm going to, part of what I'm going to uh, Firstly, um, perfection is a myth that doesn't exist. And yet it, it is. We all the, keep trying to chase it. Yeah. It is a myth. It does not exist. In fact, it's the thing I would say I – in people, it's the Im- imperfection. It's the, you know, whatever we all – I don't know, all of our – what makes us unique and, and all, you know, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, it's the things that are broken are what make people beautiful. Yeah, and the things that we also relate to and are able to connect with. Um, yeah. Yeah, look at what – look at this. Well, I'm going to need a tissue. Um, <laughs> but it's true. So, uh, uh, yeah. Wait, what were we talking about before that, That about the sourdough and the thing? Oh, your favorite you thing. curated life. Um, so so connection. Yeah. I, I kind of uh, – this this makes – this. I love this theme and I actually think it makes a ton of sense. And I, um, I feel that – I feel that for you as well. And I will try to figure out, find my friends um, – so it will make you feel uh, more connected <laughs> <laughs> and not helicopter friending, which not I know you would never way. do. No, not in a creepy way. Not a creepy way. Although I always do find it weird when somebody's like, oh, where's my friend blah, blah, blah right now? Oh, they're here. And I'm like, why didn't you just ask them? Anyway. Well, see, with, with us maggots, because sometimes it takes days for people to reply Certain people named Maggie. I don't know what you're talking about. Because you're so busy taking me time and just being busy. No, it's uh, it's that I, honestly, I always want to like properly respond. And I feel sometimes like when you check in and you're like, hey, I feel like something's up. How are you? I'm like, this is way too long to text. <laughs> so I will leave you a five minute voice note. Which I love the five minute yeah. voice notes. No, no. But the reason that you need the me time is because you're, you're also, you're not replying because you're not glued to your phone. 24-7. I'm not a big phone person. That is true. I'm not a big phone Which person. Which is a healthy thing. Yeah. It's a it's a weird thing, though, because in the world Unless today, you're listening to me time or the psychology <laughs> on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. And, and what's so funny is I'm probably on it less than most people, and I also still need breaks. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I was like that. It was like I turned – not turned my phone off, but I really did kind of put it down. And I put on music, and I was like, okay, just – I need to, like, not – not look at it. I don't know why. I keep, I'm trying to write some of this. I keep going, why can't I get – I'm actually trying to even edit right now. I'm like, why can't I get this? Why can't I just sit down and do this? It's like, mm. oh, that's right because I've got this s- stupid device in my hand and there's things called social media. It's like, and I really – do I really need to check Instagram right now? No, I don't. Right. What did you just say? You're writing something? I'm in the process of trying to write something with, with a, a good pal of mine. Do tell. I have uh, decided after six years – Unless, you know, I'm, I'm going to pretend shy. I don't know about this and just okay. ask so for after, And I'm hesitant to say, but after six years of of just talking about it, I finally decided to start writing down my stroke story and recovery story for whatever purposes or reason it's going to be. I can't wait. So I finally just got through editing my, our first uh, – I got to say I'm collaborating with uh, our pal Ethan Sandler. 
who we love. Just a great, great human. A Talented. wonderful, wonderful one. Yeah. Best friends of your um, your past guest, Joel McHale. Yeah. Very good friends. That's right. They're like best buds. That's right. Which is how I actually met Ethan. Even yeah. though – and it turns out Ethan and I – this is the craziness of the world. We went. We grew up 20 minutes away from each other mm-hmm. back in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. We didn't know each other until our kids started going to school together in L.A. So I found – yeah. So Ethan and I – actually, Joel uh, – Ethan asked me to collaborate on something he's doing about Joel. And we just hit it off and was like, oh, I, uh, I should write with him. So I started telling him stories and, we, and he's been incredibly helpful in pulling the story out of me and now help, helping me shave it. I am so happy you're doing this. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Ethan is, I think, very good. He's a, you know, he did that one-man show years ago with Red Dog and it was just so, like, he knows how to do this. And I, I'm just so glad you all have teamed up because, A, uh, it, it's such an incredible story. You're such an inspirational person. And I feel like this, it needs to be out there. And it's time. There is a chat pressure called Look How Effin' Inspiring Inspiring I Am. Uh, look what? Look How Effin' Inspiring I Am. Thank God. That's what a chapter should be. I'm kidding. That's not actually – that's one of the – actually, I told a friend of mine who said – because, again, I keep talking about this thing I'm not doing. So I told my friend Gail about it and I was like, I, you know, I keep the, one of the reasons I'm so behind in this and why it took me six years because I don't want it to be just look how effing inspiring, inspiring I am. And he said, that's your title right there. It's true, though. You are inspiring. And also the story is, is you, it, you I, all, every spotlight should be shined on it. Like this is, it's, it's your story to tell and it, it will help people. It, it, it's, it is inspirational, but it's also think of it that like what you're doing and the story you're telling is going to help so many people. So, and you're such a bright light, like shine. Well, but, do but it. selfishly, I mean, it is. It has been a very enjoyable experience to be creative again, and I know, yeah. never having never been a writer before. I would say I'm ha- more than happy to change other writers' dialogue. <laughs> and those writers know I'm talking about. Cat level. And now you're writing your own. Now I'm trying to write my own. And it's about time. It, it is about yeah. So I feel very good about finally getting this. Like just the the minor accomplishments of like I'm going to spend a day writing. And one of the other things, like me, we've talked about this. My my office in the back, so I've got this freestanding, like yeah, ten by twelve, maybe free space that was once my office, and then became storage. Is like quickly was going back and forth to psych and had to like just store shit stuff for um, a day or two, and yeah, or no, I mean months at a time. So now I'm in the process of undigging this office, and it really is undigging because it's just it's just chock full of crap that I need to go through. So I'm trying to reclaim this space for like I always hate the room the term man rooms. Like or man, man caves. caves, yeah. I just that's that's not me. That's a little too macho for me. Got it. But yeah, just to have yeah. just to have like a, a me space where I could listen to me time. Yeah. Well, you told me this a couple of weeks ago. You were like, "We're clearing out that space so I can have an office again." And I'm like, I I just felt this like exhale, like the sigh of relief for you. I was like, I am so happy you're going to have this space again for yourself because. Uh, well, it's it's I know how much you value that, and also that. I know these projects, these other projects you're working on and thinking about, and I think you having this creative space, you and Mabel can hang out. It's just going to be, uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be your little like safe place. Yeah, it is. It is kind of one of the um, goals behind creating this space for me. It's like just where I can be without distractions and and uh, yeah, and hang out with Mabel and and write. Or and hope, hopefully, this won't be the last thing I write. It won't be the last. It's it's the first. It's just the beginning, Tim. Exactly. You have a lot to say and a lot to share. 
And this is just the beginning. And I can't, I can't wait. I just can't, I can't wait to read it. I can't wait for you. I can't, I like, it's just, it's great. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Um, well, now I really got it. Now I've, now I've said on the podcast, now I really got to finish that edit. You know what? Part of this podcast for me as well is like talking about the things, like I say this, like talking about the things I've wanted to do for a long time, talking about me time, talking about all of that. I'm also just doing the same thing. It's like I want to hold myself accountable to the things I say I'm going to do. And and I love it. So you've said it. It's out there. And I love that. It'll be a motivating thing for you. And now you're going to have a, a, a space. And now your 10,000 subscribers are, are going to be waiting for it to come out. As they should be. I'm waiting for it to come out. I can't wait. And it'll it'll make me. I'll I'll keep I'll keep calling you on it as well because I it, it well, needs I to happen. I need to do that. That's what yeah. friends do. Yeah, that's what friends do. And you're gonna have a me space. We'll just call it Tim space. We don't need to call it a man something. The Tim space. I like it. The Tim space. Um, Tim, the laboratory. I the, <laughs> the the yeah. I uh, I love you so much. I love that you shared so much today. Is there anything else you wanted to share? Um, just I'm, how proud I am of you for doing, making this podcast. And you, I mean, we have, I've told you before, our pod, our podcast, the psychology and a psychology podcast yeah. is one well, of the greatest nice. joys of my life. And it's all because of you. And, and I wouldn't, you're so smart and so driven. And I really appreciate you bringing me into that. And I'm really proud of you for, for, we've talked about this for a while that you, how you want, you've had other ideas and you wanted to be creative and, yeah. and look at you building this and here we are doing it. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a it's been a thing. This has been quite a little journey. It's been a very kind of vulnerable uh, journey, as you know. Uh, I even even with Psych, I have you, so I'm you know, and I we're just you're my you're my comfort zone, and so this is a little out of that. And um, well, you know, anytime you're creating something new, you're going to be vulnerable with it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, I, it's it's been it's been a lot of interesting feelings that have come up with it, and I hope that it will, you know, continue to just stay in the with the intention of what I what I want it to be. It'll sort of stay in that in that place, but you know, it's it's a little scary. Well, to volley it back of you saying my story would be inspiring, I think what you're doing with this is going to help a lot of people. Thank you, Tim. That's well, do. So I, sweet. I think there's a lot of people there who want some direct could you could not want or could use a little direction. And I've always said you are the the uh, the ray of sunshine out of the psych the psych family. And That's so nice. Well, it's it's so true. Thank you. It's so crazy because I feel like I know nothing, and so it's a it's such a funny, even just I don't know. So I'm I'm happy to just explore and and see where this goes because I feel like I'm in this process, as you know, as you and I talk about constantly, as we did the whole way over here and whatever is like I feel. You know, I'm I'm 42. I don't feel like I'm – I don't really – like I'm not as super connected to who I was. I don't really know yet like who – what this new kind of like where I'm going totally, which you and I talk about a lot. But I think, so, I think the, the main point is to realize that that's okay. You don't have to go and know where you're going. Right. And that's It's, it's crazy that you, you would say you don't know what, what's going on because in so many ways you might constantly worry. <laughs> you are – Yeah. Just, I don't make a lot of moves without consulting you. No, but I, we also know each other so well. So I can also speak to like, I know you. So when, when you call me, I can, I can speak to like, all right, I know, I feel like sometimes I could probably speak better on like knowing what you need, just as you probably could me, uh, than we can sometimes for ourselves. Oh, so that, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. you're also that you, because you're someone I trust so much and opinion, yeah. whose opinion I trust so much. Thank you. Same. Because I, I trust your compass. 
Same. Thank you. And I think this show is going to help other people find their compass. I think, yeah. And I, if not, and, and compass is so, uh, we use that word and I use that word a lot in my life too. I think that's what me time is, is sort of like bringing us back into, you know, alignment into that, like knowing where we're, we're ourselves again. And so hopefully, even if it's not like, oh, every, everybody find their compass, it's like, all right, even if you haven't found what that is, it's like, you know, starting to put the pieces together to sort of bring you back to it. There so. could be, parenthetically, your title could be me time with Maggie. Recalibrating your compass. Recalibrating your compass. You heard it here, fo- here first, folks. You heard it here first, everybody. Um, ugh. And we don't, Maggie, this was, I love you so much. I'm I so glad. So Thank much. you for me. This was so fun. And well, I, selfishly, I'm just glad I got to hang out with you for a day. Same. And can we just do it? Can we do it again soon? <laughs> I'm going to have you back. Uh, yes. Bunch. I also want to, as your as your story progresses with Ethan and your space and everything else, like I want updates. We're gonna let's let's talk updates in the oh, future. You, you know, you're gonna get them whether you want them or not. Great. Well, we're gonna record them, so um, so you can all get them as well. Um, Tim, I love you. Thank you for uh, spending your me time today with me. It, it's my me time because it makes me happy. <laughs> um, no, talk about recharging. You're the one who helps me recharge. And same. So yay, we got a little we got a little dose of uh, of me time today. Because sometimes me time is spending it with the people who bring you back to yourself. So yeah, and that's exactly yours. that's us for each other. Okay, bye everybody. Sweetest show ever. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. This episode is very close to my heart. And please follow us on our Instagram at Me Time with Maggie. Tell all your friends, subscribe, rate, keep doing all of it. We have so many fun episodes planned. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Cannot wait for next week where another one of my favorite humans, Tisha Campbell, is going to be my guest. And I can't wait. And that's all. Thank you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.